Hi, everyone. This is Scott Lutz, and welcome to another uh, Sermon of the Week. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the love of money. Um, last week's sermon kind of encouraged me to say to preach this sermon. So let's go ahead and go to to the sermon. Um, today's church, in today's church, we have forgotten that God's view of success is different from what the world thinks of success. First of all, God's view of success is not gaining all the money and power that we can, could gain in this world. It is not God's will for, for, for all of us to be rich. It's his will for us to repent and to be saved and then share the gospel to those who need to be saved and to follow God's will and be obedient. We don't need any gimmicks, no sales pitches. We just need to rely on the Holy Spirit to speak through us to share the gospel. Just dealt with someone who was successful according to the world standard at one time. Let's turn to Matthew nineteen sixteen thirty. The young, the rich young man. Now, now a man came up to Jesus and asked, "Teacher, what good things must I do to get eternal life?" Why do you, do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied. There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, obey the commandments. Which ones? The man inquired. Jesus replied, Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not give false testimony, honor your father and mother, and love your neighbor as yourself. All these I have kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? Jesus answered, If you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the, when the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. Then Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you the truth. It is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Peter answered him, We have left everything to follow you. What then will there be for us? Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth, at the renewal of all things, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have Follow me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or fields for my sake will receive a hundred times as much as and will inherit eternal life. But many who are fought first will be last, and many who are last will be first. Okay. The rich young man had everything that he had ever won materially, but had nothing spiritually. He is rich materially, but poor spiritually. Jesus loved him, and that's why he extended an invitation to become his disciple, which the rich young man to, to be, um, refused to do. Jesus knew what state his heart was in. He knew he was a, a very good religious man. But he loved his money and the life of luxury more than he loved God. Now, having money isn't a sin. Money is a tool that we need when we want to have a, a roof over our heads, 
eat or pay the bills, and even to support our brothers and sisters in Christ who need to go on mission fields or who have no mo- nothing that they can, no money themselves. And the more money we have, the easier it is to accomplish this. But it's sinful to put our money before God. It's sinful to put our money and our material things before God and to make money and power empower our God. Let's read. Now go to 1 Timothy 6, 3 through 10. All right. If anyone teaches false doctrines and does not agree to the sound instruction of the Lord Jesus Christ and to godly teaching, he is conceited and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy interest in controversies and quarrels about words that result in envy, strife, malicious talk, evil suspicions, and constant friction between men and corrupt mind who have been robbed of the truth and who think that godliness is a means to financial gain. But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. People who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Okay, one of the qualifications to be a successful man or woman of God is not to live as a worldly person or to have love of money and power. In fact, anything we pursue in this world, we have to keep in mind that sometimes, even though that that thing we're pursuing might be good in our eyes, not necessarily is what God wants us to have. You are a failure if you love money and power and everything evolves around these things. God is our God and our master and there is nothing that can replace him. And money and power and perfect health is not proof of salvation. Proof of salvation is that we love God and we would be happy to to willingly give up everything to go where God wants us to, to serve him. And to serve him regardless of our financial status and our situation in life. In other words, you'll serve him if you're rich or poor. You'll serve him and love him even if you're sick or healthy. You'll love him regardless, no matter what. We are excited about the Lord and we will serve him no matter what circumstance we are going through. And we are willing to sell our home and leave our jobs and our whole lives to go and serve the Lord. And to share the gospel to the lost. We can repent for our love of money and the things of this world. We can repent for having idols. And if if it's God's will for you to have wealth, power, and perfect health, you would have it as as a believer in Jesus Christ because nothing can keep God's will for succeeding. So it is clear that it is not always God's will for us to have these things. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear God, I just ask forgiveness for our obsession about money. I ask that you forgive us of our obsession with earthly things, Lord. 
We ask that you help us to focus on you and that you help us to follow you and, may, and you be the only purpose in our life. We ask that, that um, you forgive us for not loving you enough and putting other things first. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great day.